The following podcast is intended for mature audiences and contains offensive material that is for entertainment purposes only. You have been warned. radio uh, came to an end and one of the reasons why it didn't instantly come back in 20 in in uh, 2020 was we also lost one of our really good friends and co-founders of Rotten Corpse Entertainment and it was uh, really tough on most of us I remember uh, you know like it was one of those moments, you know, when you go to a funeral and the last thing you're thinking of is, yeah, I wanted to see everybody I wanted to see here because of a funeral, you know. It's like one of those moments, you know, that you always experience. But it's got to bring that to bring that together. Yeah. It, or it takes that to bring that together. Yeah. And it, it, was, definitely, it was definitely a bummer. I remember... Um, uh, one of what could have been the last time hanging out with Alex, um, we're talking about our uh, really good friend Alex McCoskey and Elox, Elox Elk, uh, or Y two Elox, Chris Jericho, Triple H, Edge. Edge. Um, anybody, Edge. anybody with long blonde hair, long blonde hair. yep, Greg the Va- Hammer Valentine. Well, that was more Phil, really. Uh, <laughs> back in the day. Um, but <laughs> even though he thought he was ultimate warrior, but yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, no, that was a big one. Ultimate warrior. <laughs> you remember that was the whole thing. Reason why he decided he wanted to go. Yeah. Face paint, not wrestling in the room. Yeah. Him using the fucking window seal as a top rope. Fucking crazy bastard. I remember like he, when he quit football, like for his senior year and he went into wrestling. Cause that, that was the, that remember that was the big joke. Kevin kept saying like, Oh, he's ultimate Elox elk. You know, that he was gonna, he was gonna. And then he basically turned into Alex by working out all the time. Isn't that fucking funny? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. It, it's funny how like how life kind of flips around. But um, yeah, Alex's uh, last few years were pretty harsh. Um, he went through some uh, rough times uh, financially at first, and then. Um, I remember uh, a lot of there was it, it was pretty tough. Like when he lost it, like he had like a long time job that you know, like a welding job that he had lost. And I remember his uh, his wife basically had to take up the uh, you know the mantle of a breadwinner. Um, I think at the time she was in management, or she was getting close to it, like uh, working at one of the uh, service stations um, that we used to work for, and. Um, she had to kind of support the family for a while. And then out of nowhere, like Alex had this like rush with death, um, where he had, um, contracted like a flesh eating bacteria. Cause he's that awesome. And I, rem- I remember, uh, getting that call from his brother, Phil and, uh, and he basically, uh, you know, he was in, he was in the hospital and then when I got there, I was talking with his, I think his mom had mentioned to me that um, he was one of four people admitted to that hospital that week with flesh-eating bacteria. 
Only two of them lived so far at that point. Uh, Alex was one of the two people that ended up living. Um, and he came back from it really, I mean, he was, it was pretty tough on him because, I mean, it ate a giant hole in his stomach. Oh, yeah. It was pretty bad. And I remember, like, the year before then, he had lost all his teeth. He had to have his teeth removed. Um, yeah, it was a, a lot of it was just, like, not taking care of his teeth, uh, chewing, you know, like, chewing tobacco. A lot of that stuff kind of ate away at his teeth, plus, you know, just genetics, you know, like, um, his teeth weren't, like... Bad decisions, we all make them. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I've lost quite a few teeth. You've lost teeth. We've all lost teeth. I've lost more than that. I've lost bones. What are you talking about? And, um... Not the bone, but, you know, a bone. Um, I'll be losing the bone eventually. That'll be pretty fun. I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to put it in a pickle jar. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm going to make Ron Jeremy fucking eat it. That's all I fucking know. My life's purpose now, dude. I'm sorry, but forced so, it upon me. But yeah, one of the last times I would have saw Alex would have been on my birthday the year before. Um, I was, uh, I remember like we went out, I think it was my 40th, and uh, we went out and we were... Um, yeah, you were there. Uh, we had went to like a bowling alley. It was like me, you, and Bill, and uh, his uh, his uh, current fiance uh, Tiffany, and we, and she was our she was our driver because like me, Bill, and Stavro got fucked up. Um, they were drunk. I was high as fuck. I didn't actually start drinking until we went to the last place, which kind of got me over over that hump of being sober. I was this. I'm hard. I have a hard time remembering it. Yeah, you were. You were there. Uh, yeah, we went to. Uh, we went to Big Al's in Beaverton. Oh yeah, that's right. We got beat by a girl in bowling. Yep. And then yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I shouldn't have said that live. Oh, son of a bitch. We all lost. All of us. <laughs> oh my god, we were drunk. We all got beat by Tiffany. Yep. Oh, she was. Ball, Tiffany. Of course, because she's sober. <laughs> we're like we're drunk as shit playing video games and yep. losing to girls and eating dinner uh and then we uh i'm so jealous because bill's like, what are you doing for your birthday i was like some headphones gaming headphones and you to hang out with me he's like okay he spent like 200 bucks on me he spent like fucking five to seven hundred on dio i'm like motherfucker what i should ask for more I didn't even ask for any of that. That was the funnier part. I like my plan only involved going to that one bar where my friend Michelle was. Everything else we did was all Bill's idea. <laughs> that was like he he took he wanted to go to Big Al, so we went and we did bowling. And I was unsure about it, and I was getting high when we were on our way up there. So my wrist, I, I couldn't feel. I remember my... that somewhat. Huh? I remember that somewhat. That was one of the rare. That was like. That was around the time. That's when I first started smoking weed. Like yeah. Third time I ever smoked with you. Yeah, and um, I remember I, I had a few I had a few sips on the alcohol because I knew because you guys were going you got that one bottle I don't even remember what you guys had but it was like it was pretty strong and I wasn't like a hundred percent into it and then um, I didn't start drinking till we got to the other bar. It was so fucked up. Where we did karaoke, and Michelle gave me a mystery drink. I have no idea what was in it. And that kind of, that was the start. And then I got, um, I got like uh, my yearly um, Long Island iced tea, and that's what fucking put me over because I was already smoking a lot of weed. And then, and then that one Long Island with the other drink she gave me, like, fucking sent me over the edge. <laughs> and so I was like, right. I was pretty much the light date version of what you guys were experiencing because you guys drink a whole bottle of something by yourselves, and um, and you guys were like fucking drunk before we even left the bowling alley. <laughs> hey, well, it was a fun. I'm going go roller skating. I'm good. It was probably my. It was probably the funnest birthday I had had. That, you know, I mean, because, like, 
I know the reason why Alex didn't go is so Alex was used to all the other salt. We used to always go to strip clubs for our birthdays and he was upset that I didn't want to do a strip club. And that's the only reason why he didn't go, which sucked because that would have been the last time I had ever seen him alive. That would have been the last time he had went to that. We would have. That would have been I had no sense. You were with she who shall not be named. When I was with the... Uh... Yeah, I bumped into him there. He showed me his colostomy bag and... I I had not seen him in years. Yeah, and that, I think that was uh oh that was at the birthday party, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, of the thing that shall not be. Yeah, exactly. We'll name it after a Metallica song. <laughs> I, I, I was going very fast. Don't say its name. You get power. You get you give it power. <laughs> well, yeah, because that's how Freddy Krueger comes back. Everybody starts exactly, to remember. Dude. Everybody I starts to remember. Too many horror movies for this shit to happen to me. And, and like I don't say certain names. Uh, for those, for, for those of, of you all, you shut your dirty old mouth. No, for for those of our fans uh, that wanted a little bit more insight on it, there may be a few episodes early on in our uh, in, in our um, in our episode guide where you'll probably find the person we are talking about, they're only featured in a few episodes. Um, and with he the shall not be named with the exception of one episode, which was the episode where we interviewed, uh, eat the turnbuckle. Um, well, that was great. It was a, it was a pretty fun. It was, it was probably one of the funner interviews. And so, um, with the exception of that episode, uh, a lot of the other episodes, I think the, the I think most of them were actually cut, except for we did like a supernatural themed episode where we actually had friends of the show, um, Mikey Chaos, Jamie Ortiz, and a few other people, um, kind of do run-ins and um, uh, talk about like weird internet mythologies, weird like weird online uh, stories. Um, or, well, actually, that's the same thing. Uh, <laughs> internet mythology is online stories. Um, Weird, or you're into it, provocative. 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 Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, that's... So, so those... Um, so, with the exception of a few episodes that we ended up cutting, um, especially ones that um, were solo episodes that didn't feature Stavro. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, we, we, we decided to kind of move around that. But anyway, uh, back to Alex. Um, I'm probably going to cut a lot of that. Um, marker. All right, so... Um, so, yeah, he... Uh, so, so we didn't see him for a, for a while. And then, uh, of course, um, I think it was like February of uh, 2020, um, pretty much like right before... Um, everything started getting shut down. Um, he ended up having a heart attack and died. Um, uh, the only person that was with him during 40? that... Huh? He was 40, yeah. Uh, the only person that was with him uh, was also Rotten Corpse Radio, uh, or Rotten Corpse Entertainment alumni, uh, Bruce Amick. And uh, Bruce was... Bruce is actually Alex's... Uh, or, or one of Alex's kids. And... Um, Bruce was there. He tried. He tried to save his dad's life, and just didn't happen. Um, he tried his best, and you know, big shout out to Bruce. Um, I mean, haven't we all? Yeah, we we've all been in those situations that we wish we could have done more, and sometimes you can't. You know, like I wish I had been there. The you know, like I wish I had been there when my dad passed away. You know, like I would have. You know, I would have tried. <laughs> hey. It's not that great deal. Oh, I know. Yeah, I remember your story. <laughs> it was, uh, it's definitely some hard shit. No, no matter what, you fail. Yeah. When it's their time, it's their time. Yeah. And no matter where or when, their time. Yeah. 
even though my dad, like, week before, had, like, doctors all clean bill of health. Next week, he's dead. You know, I was even thinking about this while I was watching Terrifier. Alex would have loved that movie. He would have loved all three of them. That 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 would have been yeah, well, cartoony, fucking B-rated bullshit. Yeah, he, <laughs> it's bullshit, but, you know. He, he loved all the same stuff we loved. And I know, like, one of the things that he was super into was... Oh, dude, I love Texas, too, as much as I do, because all the times I watched it with him. Yeah. I mean, fuck, we used to... I mean, I remember it was largely him that wanted to do the Halloween. He's because... the only person that knew the lines to House of Thousand Corpses better than me. I know, even after only seeing it a couple times in the theater, which... I God, as many times as I did, he memorized it better. Well, like, I remember the one time... So he took me to go I know, wait, see... he saw it one more time than me. Sorry. Yeah, he took he took me to go see that in theater, and that was like his third or fourth time. <laughs> I only saw it twice. Yeah, he... I only saw it twice. He saw There were other movies that I saw three times. Yeah. And that was Galaxy Quest. And sadly, Deep Blue Sea. Um, really? Deep Blue Sea? Yeah, I took people to it just to see the reaction when Samuel Jackson died. <laughs> I know I was with you during one of those times. Cause, yeah, I know. Because I think it was me, you, Nikki. You should have been there for Nikki. You should have been there for Nikki. No, I, I wish I had of. Because, like. Dude, he broke the chair. <laughs> He almost broke a row. Oh, God. He went so fucking hard. Oh, my God. By the way, Nikki is my six foot five brother. <laughs> yep, he's the giant. He's not a small person. No, he's, he's a very tall person. And when Samuel L. Jackson died, I wasn't watching the TV. I wasn't watching the, the, the screen. I was watching my brother. <laughs> and I knew when it was coming. And. We will not. And he gets snatched. And fuck, dude, he jumped back so fucking hard. I fucking lost it. Oh, my God. He shook the whole row. He jumped back so hard. His fucking chair cracked. Oh, my God. So it's priceless. I can actually tell you the last movie I saw with Alex. Oh. The very last movie I saw with Alex um, was a movie called Lumberjack Man. And it's, I remember that movie. It's a. It had Andy Sandemus in it. Big reason why he watched it, by the way. Oh no, shit! Yeah, porn actress, go figure. Yep. So the, that was one of the biggest reasons. So he he got me to come over, and I didn't. He kept building it up on the phone. He was trying to tell me about it. But he kept laughing so hard he couldn't explain it. And then he was like, "It's all about this. It's all about the flapjacks." It's all about the flapjacks. If he pour, if, if he pours the syrup on the flapjacks, it's too late, you know. Or if he eats the flapjacks, it's too late. Like the only thing that will stop him is the syrup. Like <laughs> you have to you have to steal the syrup or whatever. It was like this weird ancient maple syrup that he used to put on his on his uh, flapjacks that were made out of logs or something like that. And it was like he was like this like monster, this lumberjack monster or something. And he would like eat people. And <coughs> he had this like big fucking axe, and um, it was really ridiculous. But I actually, and, and I remember when he told me about it, I was thinking, "Oh great, I'm probably not gonna like this movie." You know, that was the first thought I had, because it was around this time. Alex told yeah, me that Jack Monster Slayer came out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, Jack Brooks was great. That was funny. Oh. And um, that was like a golden find for me. I was like, I couldn't believe that. But no, the, the thing that made me not sure about Lumberjack Man was the fact that Alex had been watching the Paranormal Activity movies and he liked them. And I actually oh, was... God, what the fuck is wrong with... I I'm was, sorry, what the fuck was wrong with him? Um, I, I was really surprised that he was into those. I was like, oh God, really? And oh, I really hate those. <laughs> man, me too. And so, and so we, we, we got to watch, we got to watch Lumberjack, man. And then the first like 20 minutes, I realized this is an old school Elox movie. Of course he loves this. <laughs> it's like, and I fucking enjoyed the shit out of it. I was, I thought it was funny. Um, I remember. Yeah. I just, God, I couldn't believe it. I was like sitting there watching it and I was like, God, this is so corny. <laughs> what was that Jack Frost movie? 
Oh yeah, that was another Alex movie. He was like, um, yeah, there was like the horror movie Jack Frost with like Gary Busey as the voice of the uh, of, uh, of yeah, Jack. serial killing fucking yeah. Jack Frost. Yeah, it came out around the time the kids movie did. I think there was like a kids movie version of Jack Frost, and it was just that that movie itself was fucking hilarious. I I I thoroughly enjoyed that shit so much. Um, not the one with Michael Keaton, people. Trust me. No, no, not the Keaton. No, definitely not. Uh, is, this is not Batman. Okay. Alex was also the one, one of the ones that was so into uh, minis. He was really into the miniatures. I remember he he had me watch so many full moon movies. Like, I remember like because he was a huge fan of the Puppet Master series, and he really loved those. Oh my god! And he, I remember he had me watch every single one of them, and to the point where I didn't even question it when, when that uh, box set came out, I just went and bought it, and I'd never even seen Retro Puppet Master. And then, admittedly, that was one of the ones Alex hated. <laughs> he was like, I, he was like, this movie sucked, <laughs> but I liked all the other ones, you know. And I think his favorites were like four and five. Like he 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 liked the back the back. It had six shooter in it. Yeah. My favorite one was, um, and, and, and all honesty, my favorite one was three. Like two two was the first one I'd seen, and I liked the first one. Um, well, but, I watched the original, then I watched two, then I watched. Yeah. But three. I really like two. Two was cool. I like the. Um, I like the weird, the weird way they presented Andre Toulon, and I loved like at the very end of the movie, you know, when that when that one woman gets resurrected to become their puppet master, and then she's got the weird puppet face and shit. Uh-huh. I actually knew a girl in high school that looked like her. Her name was Madeline. I won't say her last name just for the sake of, uh, you know, of um, exposing somebody for looking weird, but. I didn't think she looked weird. I thought she was cute, but um, she uh, she she resembled that that puppet head a lot. You know, a lot like the way her eyes looked and her the orientation of her face, um, and how big her mouth opened every time she talked. Because like the anime back in the early nineties, yeah, we got it. Because you can tell Um, you can tell by the way they made that puppet look. Like the actor had to like open their mouth extra wide just to talk because I'm sure the the prosthetic of the upper part kept it was either like hard to move in or something, but because um, whatever they had to put on her face to make her eyes look like that, but because I also noticed that the uh, the actor playing Andre Toulon when he switches bodies, um, that was the most notable thing was the. Uh, the way his mouth had to move, like the actor themselves kept opening their mouth really wide. Like, <laughs> but Alex loved all those. He loved, he liked the doll man movies. He liked demonic toys. He liked, um, he liked ghoulies. Um, him and Phil were huge into the Munchie movie or like the original, the original Munchie movies or, or the first movie. We watched the second one and we were so fucking disappointed. <laughs> but um, how many times we watched Critters? Oh god, yeah, they love Critters. Um, uh, the other one we all watched was like a Trilogy of Terror. More part, mm. more part two than part one, though. You remember that? Oh, yeah. We've probably seen part two way more than we ever saw part one. I just love that they were an anthology series that had the same character, or the same actors in every in every mini movie. I always thought that was kind of funny. But I remember when I saw the first one for the first time, because I didn't know, I'd never seen Karen Black in a movie before. That was like the first time I ever saw Karen Black in anything. Oh, God. And that was before House of Thousand Corpses. I was, um, or before I saw OTL her. Hell. Huh? 
He loved Motel Hell. Yep, that's actually one. That was actually one of the first movies I, um, one of the first movie sets that I bought on uh, Apple Apple TV. There was um, I had could have been Philip. I don't know. They're twins. Um, <laughs> I, had, I, had a, I had a drive-in movie special that had Motel Hell in the pack. It was like Motel Hell, Return of the Living Dead. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which is another sure, one both sure, of them sure. loved. Speaking of which, the um, the the duo responsible for um, for the uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space are actually going to be at Texas Frightmare this year, along with a lot of the actors from the movie as well. So not only are we going to mm-hmm. get like a big John Carpenter thon going at this year's con but it's also going to be like a killer clowns from outer space reunion as well. And uh, it makes, it almost doesn't narrow down whose merchandise you're going to want. <laughs> I will let you know though, when I find a shirt that, that deems the, that deems worthy of uh, Stavro because, uh, I'm not. I'll sell you the money. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not sure exactly which one you're gonna want, but oh, and we and um, oh, we'll talk about that later. I was gonna mention something, but then I realized it was a uh, not a good idea. <laughs> this is not a good idea. <laughs> this is we're recording. <laughs> um, but yeah, Alex actually was one of the first people that came to me and. It was right before me and you actually had started talking about wanting to make a movie. Because I remember that was like, that was one of the first ideas um, that was that came up. Alex was like, because I, I was pitching him different ideas like that I had in my head. Uh, one of them was actually an idea I came up with when I was a kid. Um, that was supposed to be about these kids who had all taken place in a, or they'd all done a play together uh, when they were in um, earlier in elementary school and the one kid is made to look like a jackass and during a summer camp excursion he ends up um, he ends up dying and then comes back from the dead as like almost like a weird Jason Voorhees to kill the other kids and I remember like telling Alex about that and Alex, Alex thought it was funny um, but then he had mentioned to me when we were coming up with uh, different ideas that um, he said, whatever your idea ends up being, we should, you know, consider putting it in the woods. Cause I have a really good idea of where we can film. And then, because remember at that time I still hadn't come up with a good idea yet. And no. we were like talking about it and the, our conversations ended up being, we should make a movie um, where all the characters are named after characters from other movies. Victims of Voorhees. Yeah. Or horror, horror victims. Yeah, all the victims had to be like... Horror victim names because we're going to rip you off that fucking hard. Yep. And then... Um, <laughs> the, and I think it wasn't until like later where I made that consideration what Alex had told me and um, because Alex was one of the first people to say well the first psycho cop was in the woods in a cabin in the woods and I like and I was thinking well shit we don't know anybody who has a house out in the wilderness you know so that'd be like really hard but we maybe if we knew somebody who had a house that was because that was the idea we were going to film a movie in a house and then me and because you, I remember we were out looking for old broken down places that we might be able to yeah to turn into pull off of the house yeah for a couple we, of scenes yeah if we just cleaned it up or something you know yeah and we couldn't find nothing no. they were all just condemned all the fuck dilapidated <laughs> fucking you can even walk in half of them you didn't, like, you didn't even want to go in this no. motherfucker be like this bitch is gonna fall on me <laughs> oh yeah that one in Forest Grove I actually took pictures of that one too I had like I used oh, it. Man. I used it on my first album cover, actually. 
uh, when I released my Black Market Soul Exchange album, uh, Where Dreams Are Made, available on Bandcamp.com. <laughs> um, yeah, that uh, yeah, the house the house on my album cover is actually that same house we were looking at. Um, yeah, that one that was like it looked like it was gonna fall. The whole building looked like it was gonna fall over. Um, but yeah, we I remember yeah we were looking around. We were really trying to find something, and then we just kind of came up with that idea we'll make a, a campy short film about people who were camping that became the idea and then that's around the time we started working on filming it but but um but we didn't know what we how we were going to do it or what we were going to make so i remember like me you eric and melina were the ones working on well what what would be funny death scenes to do, right? And then Alex always had <laughs> Alex always had like inputs on those too. Like Alex was like, "What about the one from, uh, you know, what about this death scene, or what about this, you know, like, or how about doing this? I can make that, you know." Like he would say something like, "Yeah, why don't you put an axe in somebody's chest? I could totally make that. I can make that prop. Like we can do that. Like I, you know, because he was all about it because he'd watched all those like." We'd watched all those like Tom Savini mo- or videos together, and he had these. He had a bunch of weird harebrained ideas for different, for different uh, props. I think the only prop I did was, and actually, I didn't actually do it. It was actually, uh, it was actually, uh, I think it was Angela's boyfriend Greg was the one that helped make it. Um, but you remember the uh, the board with the nails in it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, Greg was the one that, because uh, I took measurements of Blake's face and pin, pinned it to each pin. And we we cut the depths of the, the board to make it look like it was actually in Blake's face, which he did a great job sizing that up. Because it oh, yeah. did look good. <laughs> that was one of the few shots in the movie. If it wasn't for the putty and the fake blood, it would have looked really ridiculous. But, um, yeah, but Alex made the, made the axe and then he also, um, he, God, what was the other one? He, uh, um, Dive on the shade. He, he cut the arrow in half. That was, that was another one he did because mm-hmm. that was his arrow. Um, and broadhead. Yep. And his broadhead. Uh-huh. Yeah. He cut the arrow. We attached it to the fucking hanger. Like, I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. <laughs> I should have I should have connected it to a leather strap or something like that. It would have stayed on better, um, or elastic or something. But um, and then a lot of the oh, and I think the shades too. I think those were his also. Yeah, those were. Yeah, and then uh, where is uh, let's go hunting shades? Yep. And he, was, he used to wear them in the truck, too. You remember that? I used to think he looked really cool, like, driving around with the shades on and shit. Using his Gatorade bottle as a stick shift. <laughs> um, and then, like, uh, yeah, and then me and Alex were the ones that did, we, we did the majority of the location scouting. We, we used one of the trips that we went on to film... Uh, wilderness footage that's all we did that day was just film wilderness footage and then he took me to drift creek that was that was the initial this is where we're going to make the movie and i was like holy shit because it was like perfectly set up it had everything you needed in one spot and it was like yeah you could do a scene like over here and then he walked me over where we killed eric he was like you can do a scene back here across the way over there there's more stuff and there's even like a river you could do something over there, and then there's that bridge, and you know you could do all this different shit over here. And then that's when, and this was like before we even wrote anything. We were I hadn't even wrote anything with paper yet, and we were just coming up with ideas. And I remember I had this. I still have the notebook. Um, I should post stills of it on, on our Instagram page. Uh, you know when this episode posts, but um, yeah, there's like uh, a bunch of like location markers and like just different scene ideas and weird shit like that and yeah he um 
he showed me where a lot of that was. And then he told me the biggest lie ever, which actually worked out really well. You, you remember what that was? What was it? So Alex told me, and he was completely bullshitting me, but because I found out the truth later. <laughs> he told me that the place where we were shooting was where Christian Longo, who at the time had... So people, there was a there was a search going around for Christian Longo at that time, because the members of his family, his wife and two kids, were missing, and they were reported missing, and it was uh, they were doing like a statewide manhunt trying to find Christian Longo um, because he was seen in Oregon, and you know they had reported his car, his plates, and everything, and nobody knew what happened to the family yet. Because, uh, you know, we didn't know it, know it at the time, but his family ended up, you know, he killed his family and he ended up uh, ditching him in the woods towards the coast. But he told me that we were in the vicinity of where he dumped, had dumped the bodies originally. We were like a mile or so away. It turns out we were more than a mile away. We were like there was still like another 50 something miles away from where we were at. (laughs) So he wasn't completely accurate, but he was also just telling us that. So, and he kept, you remember every day we were doing the shoot, we were, especially when we went, remember when we went up there the first day, it was like me, you, Angela, Eric, like the first day we had everybody there. And uh, we were doing that first day and we had all that film shot or that film footage of like, us finding that weird grave site that Alex kept saying, yeah, that this is part of it right here. And, <laughs> you know, no. you know, how people no. will put up the crosses and stuff and spots where people had died. And, um, and the, and the thing is they had, uh, cause they'd already discovered that Christian Longo had killed his family by the time we were filming. So, um, so Alex was like selling that whole area being a crime scene area. And, um, <laughs> and he had me he fooled me even like I, I actually believed him I mean why why wouldn't I believe him right I mean fuck I've known Alex since we were four <laughs> of course I'm gonna believe him and um sure enough he's just saying that because he wanted to spook everybody because he wanted he wanted to he wanted to build he wanted to build the tension for film day even though we weren't filming a serious horror movie we were filming a campy one like a funny one because those are the cheapest to make. Um, but he wanted he wanted there to be a little bit of worry, like involved. Like he wanted there to be like like a weird like he wanted to freak people out kind of thing. He wanted to do a fucking Blair Witch thing. I mean, whatever he did kind of worked. It was funny, you know. Like it turned out, like when when we when I found out about it, it was it was actually like a year or so later. Like I didn't even find out about it immediately because I wasn't really using the internet back then. I wasn't looking shit up. Um, he, what year was it? Uh, this was two thousand four. So like, um, it was like summer of of two thousand four. So, uh, and I don't even think that that the dates even match up. To be honest with you. Thanks, you actually, honestly. <laughs> That's awesome. There's actually a movie about Christian Longo, too. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's, um, I think it was like a made-for-TV movie or something like that. It was, it was on Hulu for a while. It's got Jonah Hill and James Franco, uh, Felicity Jones, uh, a lot of has a lot of notable faces. Gretchen Ma. Um, it's got uh, William. Ja- blah, 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 blah. No, uh, William Jackson. He okay. So I was gonna mention this the other day because I, I remember. So I sent you guys that thing on Instagram where um, it was that clip from uh, The Good Place, and William Jackson's on that show. He's fucking. You been this morning. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and he he's on that show also. He he's the he's the other guy in the scene, um, where it's like it's uh, Kristen Bell, him, and that one chick uh, who plays uh, Janet, who's like the she's like the community AI, 
um, she's so the the premise of the show is they're supposed to be um, in heaven, which is quote unquote the good place, and Kristen Bell's character doesn't know how she got there because she was never a good person, and throughout the whole series, like she cusses all the time, and instead of bleeping the cusses, she, it it makes her say other words. Like when she says, holy shit, she says, holy shirt. And things like that. It's like, she says words that make what she's saying like extra funny. So, uh, but the other guy that she's with, her character's, uh, his character's name is uh, Chidi. And he was a really good person, but he was like super indecisive and everything else. And uh, they get paired up as a forever couple in the afterlife. And, he can't stand her. Like, he thinks she is so flawed, and she, he's trying his damnedest to make her a better person. And, um... And, uh, that scene I sent you is actually them trying to reset the world that they're in or whatever. Because they, uh, they keep fucking up and messing up uh, the good place. So they keep going back. Yeah, my sister rants about that show. It's funny. It really is. It, it, is, it is hilarious. I love it. My favorite part is when they introduce hell. That's my favorite part. Because guess who guess who is the head of hell? Who? I'll give you a hint. He tried to stand in hell's way. Oh my god, no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why you gotta watch the show. Oh my god. Oh my god, I have to watch it now. They have their own version of Janet too. You know, that the bubbly, cute kind of girl that was like, kept trying to fuck with him to keep him from pressing the button. I bet you. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Bad Janet wears all leather. Uh, and, oh my God. I never even thought that girl was hot until she became Bad Janet. I was like, oh my God. Bad Janet. <laughs> bad Janet's sexy. What is this on? Hulu? It's on, I think it is on Hulu. It might be on Netflix even. It was an NBC show. I think it's on. I think it's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I can binge it faster. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. It's an NBC show originally. Had okay. Cool. I'll have to hold back on fucking iZombie. A lot. They have a lot, and I mean a lot, of comedy, like alumni. Uh, like Ted Danson. Obviously, he was in that scene um, that I sent you, because he was the only one who could actually press the button because he doesn't care. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Um, Ted Danson's supposed to be like in the show. Uh, Ted Danson's the director of The Good Place, so uh, he's kind of like the. Ma- he's in a way he's kind of the uh, the Saint Peter of uh, The Good Place. Oh Jesus! He's funny though. I, I love Ted Danson in that show. Um, yeah, there's a there's a lot of good shit that happens in it though. Uh, so back that. So back to what we were talking about. Um. So Alex, like, you know, he was, he was on board with everything we were doing and he was there for most of the shoots. Um, you even drive away in his pickup truck on the last scene. Oh yeah, yeah, I freaked out the way I drove it. Yeah. I barely gunned it. You were supposed to do that though. That was the whole thing. We talked about the whole scene. You're, yeah, you rip out of here. Concussion. Yeah, you, you, you got to rip out of here as fast as you can. And, you know, just I to, barely gunned it. I know. I know. I think the, I think the only scene that we did, where Alex was even more perturbed than that, when we when we shot it, was when we were shooting Camp Until We Die, which was like the third movie that we never finished or did, um, mm-hmm. where you run over Ant or no, actually no, it happened that same day because the the, the shots in the, uh, in the um, in the original too, where you run over Angela with the truck and then she dropped that machete on the, his hood and you could hear it in the, uh, in, in the outtake footage. It was because uh-huh. that machete was, way we deep. didn't have fake machetes. <laughs> no, that was a real fucking machete that I bought at a, that I bought at a fucking, uh, swap meet. And that thing was weighty. I still have it too. It's fucking heavy as hell. Remember I brought my two backup machetes. And then uh, we still have real machetes too. <laughs> we still have the machete we used in camp until they die. I remember. Uh, oh, you got to see my machetes now. You'd love to use them. Probably. Yeah the 
the ones from they die i still have also the i, I still yeah. have i have such good props now that we can make sure there's only one. Oh, yeah i know which one you're talking about yeah, i got two swords of those <laughs> now here we are and or you want the original mcleod <laughs> <laughs> I just need to get Kurgan's sword. Oh, yeah, that would be the shit. Especially if you could find one that comes apart. Oh, dude, those are... Or at, those least, are or at least if the cross guard points come up like they do in the movie, you know, when he hits the button and the two cross guard points come up? Yep. Oh, God, that'd be so cool. That's what I want, basically. Clancy Brown was a sexy bitch in that movie. Yes, he was. It's better to burn out than to fade away. <laughs> ha! <laughs> Forgive me, Father. I am a word. Yeah, I'm just licking his hand. <laughs> Apparently, like, oh. his first scene that he did was with Sean Connery in the castle. Oh, yeah. And he, like, almost fucked up and fucking killed Sean Connery. Oh, Jesus. Like, he almost stabbed him? Like, ran him through? He actually almost dropped off his fucking head. Some shit like that. Oh, no. And he's like, hey, son, don't be afraid to use a stuntman. <laughs> <laughs> there can be only one. That was a great scene. That was another yeah, I think one. Stabbed him or took off his head or some shit like that. That was another one where, yeah, because he runs him through from the back and then he stands over him on He's the He's like, stairs. dude, I'm doing a fight with James Bond. <laughs> I know. It's like, how, how are you supposed to react to that? You know, you're like, you're in the moment and you're just like, oh shit, what am I going to, what else am I going to do, right? Who's coming in there with like pure intensity? Mm-hmm. It must be. It's, it's Anthony, apparently, James Bond wasn't ready for. It. It, it's. It must be daunting, you know, because you're like you're working with a legit superstar. It's like everybody oh, knew who Sean Connery was back he's then. He's fucking James Bond. Is who the fuck he is? I mean, everybody. Okay, even in death, he's still James Bond. Yeah, everybody still knows who he is. You know, it's not like anybody has ever forgotten Sean Connery. The bell calls him a wife beater. Who? Bill. Oh. Uh, was he he calls uh, Connery the wife beater. Oh, he was a wife beater? Thank you. Fucking, what is he, Scottish, Irish? Scottish. Of course he's a wife beater. He gets drunk. <laughs> That's it. Well, he does have a point. No. Yeah. Not saying it's right. No. No, we would never condone beating women. Yeah, no. But he's like, sometimes they just won't shut up and a good slap <laughs> puts them in their place. Did you see that? Uh, did you see hey, that? Did you see? different time, different era, people. Get over it. Speaking of women fighting, did you see that last video I sent you guys on Instagram where the uh, the girls got the one girl and the fucking head? Oh, yeah. Bites? She fucking, like, bites her shit or starts vigoring her. Yeah, she starts sticking her finger in her fucking twat, and it's like, nope. <laughs> she got all pissed off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that's... Hey, she let go. <laughs> Otherwise, the girl would have tapped. <laughs> She hadn't used dirty. If she had look what they're wearing. Would you have to move something one a half an inch and go? Beep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be hard. Um, That's like me and you wearing fucking nothing, Greco-Roman style. Ooh, oily and shit. They're fucking oily as fuck. I don't think I want to be oily like that. You're like, you know, you want to be oily? We have enough ass sweat. You don't even need it. <laughs> Butt sweat. Be like, oh, oh, can you get that cheeseburger from 1987 for me? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we um, yeah, we, we got to work with uh, you know, Alex got to be there for a lot of our shoots. I think the only shoot week that he actually wasn't there for was when we were doing the third movie. That was like the only time he wasn't there. Um, I think had he been there, he probably could have got the chainsaw started. <laughs> oh, no, no, he was there. Yeah, because he's the one that broke the camera stand. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, remember. I forgot about I remember. that. Remember? 
I, yeah, we were talking about that the other day. I forgot. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was there. Um, uh, oh. But yeah, the, um, but yeah, the stuff that we all did together. Um, uh, I remember his because uh, he re- he really wanted to be there for the Ho Killer shoots. Um, that that was the slimmest crew we did because most of us weren't even there. It was mainly just. You got to see Angela's side boobs. Yeah, it was mainly just me, Blake, uh, Jason, and uh, whoever else was in the scene. Oh, and uh, Jason's wife, Jenny. She was there for a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, everybody else was. <laughs> there was nobody else that was associated that was there because we did all the shows. Well, I will say this. I am very proud because remember, who was Anne, Molina's best friend, supposed to play? Oh, and... Uh, in our movie? Yeah, the first one, I think it was. She was supposed she to be in the She read the script and yeah. backed out. Well, yeah, because she didn't... Like, that was the character Melina ended up playing. Yeah, and she did a great job. <laughs> she did, because, uh, yeah, Anne was... Well, when she tried to hide behind the skinny tree. Because uh, Anne was supposed to play her first, and then um, my friend Jennifer was supposed to play her second. Uh, Jennifer, uh, who was like... Um, my friend Neil's sister-in-law. Uh-huh. Yeah, Jennifer was supposed to play her. And um, and she actually was there first day of shoot, if you remember. Like, she, yeah. we had one sh- set of shots. And we had to basically cut around her. I had to edit her out of the original footage. Because <laughs> she was there in a lot of the shots. She was there for the wide shots. She was there for... She just couldn't commit to the other shoot dates, which is the reason why she didn't show which is why we had to redo a lot of the scenes with Melina. But the funny thing was, is we were able to do our second to last day of shooting, plus all the pickup shots that we had to do with Melina um, to replace all the Jennifer shots. And yeah, yeah, and she she still, uh, and we pulled it off. Melina's death was great. Even though it was simple, you know, she just gets her face bashed in with a rock. I was Peter's watching Melina die in that horror movie. Then Eric, you know, because Eric's the one killing her, you know. Yeah, as a gay man killing her, that was pretty funny. Eric playing the killer was fucking awesome. Like, he's in both, he's in the first, he's in the, he's in all three movies, but he's playing different people. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Dale, one second. What do you want to do? Uh, Cole the Conqueror? Huh? Cole the Conqueror? No. Conan the Conqueror. Oh. Conan. Right? Wasn't that the name of the second one? No, Conan the Destroyer. Destroyer. Conan the Barbarian. Barbarian and Destroyer. Yeah. You know, I'm watching those. Cole the Conqueror was supposed to be a part of the same series, though. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I love one, but two's just too... It's not no, good. it's just oh, cheesy. But I still love it. I don't know why I still love it. I love like that big monster and he tears the horn off at the end. I love That's Gr- just cool. I love Grace Jones. Grace Jones is my favorite. Oh, Grace part. Jones. That is a strong black woman. Horse tail. <laughs> I love. I love her horse tail. It's fucking great. Makes me wonder though. That was uh, Wilt Chamberlain, the basketball player in it. He has yeah. a book left with over 10,000 women. Was Grace Jones one of them? Papata! Yeah, he was the, he was the guy pr- uh, protecting the princess, wasn't he? Yep. Papata! Um, yeah, it was another I Alex. Guess, yeah. Th- that series was definitely an Alex series for sure. He loved the Conan movies. He was Conan. Red Sonia. Don't forget about Red Sonia. Yep. Dude, I love those. I, I don't know how many times I watched those with him. Yeah. I love those to this day. I was listening to that music at work the other day. Some guy came in. He was like, is this Star Wars? And I'm like, excuse me, motherfucker. Fuck you, this is Star Wars. <laughs> I'm like, it's Conan the Barbarian. 
He's like, oh, yeah. God, is it Star Wars? No, it's not. God. No, it's Beastmaster. Come on. Of course, it's fucking Conan. Jesus Christ. Who who can confuse Conan with fucking Star Wars? It's like, what? What do you think? They're in the fucking Ewok world? You're going to see fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger cutting the heads off of Ewoks and Wookiees and shit? No, you get away from me. You beastly, beastly creature. No. Oh, so, um, so yeah, this is, uh, so we dedicate this episode to our fallen brother, Eli. Eli, motherfucking elk. And, uh, may I continue to... Jericho, whatever you want to call him. I will continue to, till, until I stop playing the games altogether, I will continue to make Alex in every wrestling game we play, uh, that we play. Eli's elk, maybe. This is always a dominator, every fucking time. You make Alex in a game... He will kick your ass. It doesn't matter who you make. Like, I remember I made Alex, and then I used Sam Hain to try to beat him. Didn't happen. <laughs> it was, like, ridiculous. I was like, wait a minute. How come Alex is as good as Goldberg? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Eloxburg. I think the only thing I could say as far as... Because I, mean, I have a lifetime of memories with Alex. I mean, we both do. Um I think the one thing um, that I'll miss is that if I want to talk cheesy horror with anybody, and speaking of which, he was supposed to be our third person on the podcast. We were supposed to be a three-person booth. <laughs> it was originally me, Stavro, Stavro and, uh, and Alex. We were, we were going to be the show. And... Um, that's how it should have been, actually. It's too bad it didn't happen. So I know Alex, you know, he had kids, he had, he had family, he had, the, he had a lot to do, so I, I can see... Yeah, things that sucked the life from him. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have any of that. I think the only major hiccup we had in the beginning was, uh, I think it was like, before episode five even happened, you broke your leg. And um, so that kind of... You did. Oh, that's my ankle, not my leg. It was your. It was above your ankle, hardly your, hardly your ankle. It can hurt. That's all I know. It went snap. It hurts to this day. You said vicious yourself with roller skates. <laughs> I know, dude. I'm fucking amazing. And the thing is, I pulled it out of the roller skate and watched it go. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right, and they're like, "You should have done that." I'm like, "Why not? It looks cool, man." Mm-hmm. I can only imagine how long it took before you started feeling it. Unless you were, uh, feeling it, you were just playing it off. Like, oh, look at uh, that. No, no. Like when they asked me, like, well, what's your pain level? I'm like, five or six. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like hiked me up into oh, the. Oh. Like, nine, ten, ten. Twenty. <laughs> Does it go higher? <laughs> yeah, the. Um... Yeah, I think um, yeah, I think overall though, yeah, we, we um, yeah we were supposed to keep going though, and you know when Alex died, I just couldn't jump on that. I just couldn't jump on that train yet, and I know you like you had a lot of stuff going on too. I've had so much death, and you know, and, and both of us were lo- working like motherfuckers during the pandemic because that was the same year. Like, that's when everything started shutting down. I remember I was working all the time. You were working all the time. It was, like, almost impossible. I already lost my dad. I just recently lost my mom. Then lost Alex. Then lost my sister. Yeah. Like, life isn't always good. Yeah. It just... It, everything just kind of happened, and uh, I mean, yeah, because you lost your sister the same around the same time I moved here. Uh, yeah. And so, um, yeah, everything just kind of changed, and I, I know we had talked about it for years. I remember, like, we were going to come up with all these different, like, I was coming up with all these different ideas, like, well, what are we going to do the show about? Like, what's it going to be about? Um, is it still going to be about the same thing? 
you know, and I, I, even, I had like, I think all the ideas I had would have worked had it not been us doing it. They probably could work for somebody else probably, but I don't know. I feel like picking this show back up was a good idea. And then, um, I know at a later point, um, we're going to try to bring back our sci-fi show as well. Cause that show actually for a short time actually was our most popular show for a while. Uh, when we first introduced the bunch of nerds out there. Yeah. Cause like we were doing our horror show and our horror show also had like a wrestling show. And then I did like a news segment with, uh, one of our former, uh, co-hosts, uh, Kiva. And then when I started working with, um, Originally, it was uh, it was a uh, Jamie and um, a friend of the show, um, Kylie Rathbun. We um, we started doing it that way, and then they bowed out. Well, Jamie didn't bow out, but um, Kylie did, and we ended up going with uh, completely different people we were um, we found uh, you know we found we found Axel uh, and we found uh, like his wife Heather ended up joining our show and we also had uh, Danny on there as well and that four that four person group probably had they had like a solid year of really good shows uh, to the point where like our popularity grew to a point where we could get into Comic-Con and start interviewing Comic-Con people. And um, we had a lot of, and there's a lot of those interviews that still exist on our, uh, on our feed. Um, so if you're not already subscribing to our show, uh, check us out. We are on uh, Spotify as well as uh, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple, and um just a plethora of other like platforms. Um, but yeah, Spotify is where we at, where we have our new home and that's where we're uh, currently airing right now. Um, so if you look us up, you'll find us all over Spotify. But we do uh, dedicate this episode to our, uh, our, our friend Alex and Hopefully, like, we, we don't really believe in heaven, but, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's up there smiling down on us with Krom. And he also hates me. No, you play Duck Hunt a lot. That too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't know if you want to stop there or not. That or bad. Yeah. Oh, especially Madden. God damn. Oh, dude, you don't even know the fucking battles I had with that motherfucker. Oh, he always built... Like, we'd play our teams, and we would play the same way, because, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of playbooks back then. I remember when it first came out. Guess what the playbook was? The Oakland Raiders. <laughs> Everybody's playbook. <laughs> really? Was it, the, what, it was just the Raiders playbook? Yeah, it was John Madden's old Oakland Raiders playbook. Oh. Huh. I didn't even but know that. So basically, the All Madden team was just the Raiders. Well, the playbook was oh, okay. Not the players. Yeah, those those evolved and got pretty crazy over the years. But now, like nowadays, they got the playbook of the team, and if you know your team, that's why it sucks when your coach changes because your playbook changes. You got to master your playbook all the time, all over the time. But unless you got like you keep getting West Coast. Uh, offense, you know, coaches, then you're fine. It's basically the same playbook over and over and over again. By Sorry, the, nerd. Not bad. Um, by, the, by the way, there's a our uh, a friend of our show, or a friend of the show, Will, posted some pretty uh, fun uh, wrestling moment on uh, on Instagram for us to check out later. I'm sure if you haven't looked at it yet, you'll probably not enjoy it. But you might a little bit, just because it's kind of funny. That son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I watched this the other day. Oh. 
You know, him like Zach Zach Gowan being in TNA was already funny enough. Um, but just anything with Jeff Jarrett, though. It gets the finger every time. <laughs> I don't care how good a friend you are, you get the finger. J- when I see you, you're going to get fisted. J-E-double-F. J-A-double-R-E-double-T. Woo! Jeff fucking Jarrett. 